Proverbs 21, and we're going to read verse 2 first, 21 and 2. Okay, go ahead. Everywhere of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord pondereth the heart. Think about what you just read now. Every man, think what he's doing, and his ways are right in his own mind. But the Lord ponders the mind. Okay, let your rights in this. Let me see God's right. Get down to verse 15. Verse 15. And go ahead. It is joy to the just to do judgment. Uh-huh. But destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. That's clear, ain't it? Right. Go ahead. The man that wandereth out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. We're talking spiritual life. Otherwise, if you were starting physical, you couldn't wonder nowhere. Dead people don't walk. But the one that wanders out of the way of understanding, what understanding? The word of God, sisters and brothers. You remain among the dead. Sometimes you go to churches, everybody feeling good, which you're giving a good message, and you look out there, all you can see is dead folks, dead folks, dead folks. I'm not saying to, to mock anybody, sister and brother. I'm just saying that is the way it is. You remain among the dead. And when Jesus got here, he found that Israel was dead then. Even though they're supposed to be given the law, they're supposed to be doing this, but they didn't understand it. Otherwise, they wouldn't have killed him. So he let us know. Let's go to Matthew, the eighth chapter. Matthew, chapter eight. He let us know that when he came, he found dead folk because he started picking. His apostle, tell him, follow me, follow me. And then he picked one apostle, told him to follow me. And let's see what this apostle said to Jesus. And then what was Jesus' reply? Matthews chapter 8. Matthews chapter 8. And we're going to start at verse 21. When you tell people the word of God, which is good for them, they get mad at you. I love you. That's why I'm going to tell you what thus said the Lord. So you won't have to cast you into the lake of fire. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't teach you nothing. But then if I knew, I'd be committing suicide. Because the preacher is in more danger than the people that are sitting in the, in the pew. Verse 21. This one, Jesus was picking his apostle. What's one, uh, one, let's see what one of them said to him. Go ahead and read. And another of his disciples said unto him, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Uh -huh. But Jesus said unto him, follow me and let the dead bury their dead. It was clear, wasn't it? I'm about to start you on a trip of life. Right. And you're worried about the physical dead? Let the spiritual dead bury the physical dead. Israel was dead. That's what people don't understand. That's why when Jesus come back, he didn't dispatch nobody to the other nations. In the beginning, he told them not to go to no other nation because he had to put some life back into them first. 
How's a dead man going to teach a dead man? Have you ever told a crazy man and made him understand that he was crazy? So disobedience to the laws of God is what got us put in that valley. And we're in it now, sister and brother. People tell brother, you can't pass that judgment. I said, yeah, I, I can. I ain't passing it. The book is passing it. Because the Lord said, I set before you life and death, good and evil. Choose life and live. And we read in the book where it said, these people have chosen what? Death. <clears throat> and we read where when Ephraim offended and bail, he died. That's where we are right now. Have you ever paid attention while they call a minister doctor? This is a reverend doctor. I don't do reverend and I don't do doctor. Because if you're not a medical doctor, then you're a spiritual doctor. And if you ain't teaching the word, then you ain't no doctor. You are a quack. That's why I says is there no farm in Gilead? Is there no minister, no physician? I'm supposed to be a physician. I know whether I'm a physician or not at the first resurrection. If I wake up as God, I'm a physician. And I must have healed y'all because you're going to wake up with me. So now, we ended up in the valley because we sinned against God. Now let's go back to Ezekiel, the 37th chapter. In fact, keep your marker there because we're going to be in and out of there all afternoon. Ezekiel chapter 37. Because we just want you to know how they got in the valley. I'm not going to do that to foot. Bone is connected to the anchor bone, and the anchor bone connected to the leg bone, and the leg bone connected to the knee bone, and so on and so on. I'm going to teach you what this is talking about. This is talking about a people, about Israel, the ministers of God that failed to do what they was commissioned to do. And when God sent you to do something, you're going to do it. Jonah found out he's going to run. Why are you going to run? Because he wants them Ninevites, which, by the way, are... Uh, Cushites are Ethiopian, black folks. They did Israel so bad, he wanted them to be destroyed. So when God said, go preach, he knew they were going to turn around. I ain't going to do nothing, he said in his mind. I'm going to catch him a ship, and he's going to run away from God. You saw what happened to him, don't you? So ain't no need us catching no ship. In fact, we did. Catch a ship, and we still in the bed of the well, ain't we? So we know how Israel got into the valley by sinning against God. Now let's go back to uh, uh, Ezekiel 37, and we're going to start at verse 3, 37 and 3. Okay, go ahead. And he said unto me, Son of man, uh -huh. can these bones live? Go ahead. And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Now, he wanted to know, can they live? Well, I hate it. Only thing the prophet could say, Lord, I know it. Go ahead and read. 
Again he said unto me, Prophesy unto these bones, uh -huh. and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. That's what was lacking, sisters and brothers, for them to hear the word of the Lord and act on it. O ye dry bones, he said, prophesy to them. Go ahead and read. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, uh -huh. and ye shall live. I will call breath into you, and you shall live. No, that's whatever. You ain't never seen a dead man breathing, right? Uh -uh. Go ahead and read. And I will lay sinews upon you, uh -huh. and will bring up flesh upon you. Go ahead. And cover you with skin, uh -huh. and put breath in you, uh -huh. and you shall live, and you shall know that I am the Lord. So now, when you know that God is the Lord, you live it. That's right. But people don't know him, sister and brother. Keep reading. So I prophesied as I was commanded. Uh -huh. And as I prophesied, there was a noise. Go ahead. And behold, a shaking. And the bones came together, bone to his bone. That's why I get off of that thing, the foot bone to the anchor bone. Ha. Uh. Well, it came the bone to his bone. Go ahead and read. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, Go ahead. and the skin covered them above, uh -huh. but there was no breath in them. But they still was dead. They looked alive, but they still was dead. That's after the Lord prophesied to these bones. They heard it. It's just like, think about it. Anytime you get ready to start talking with the Bible, Somebody always come up, and somebody always want to hallelujah you. And to praise God. But when you tell them they got to keep the commandments and the dietary law, they don't want to have nothing to do right. with you. That's why they say they come together, and they get to shaking, they get all happy, but they won't do it, sisters and brothers. They will not do it. And the Lord told Ezekiel, Warn Ezekiel about this too. Let's back up to Ezekiel chapter 33, but keep your mouth here. Ezekiel chapter 33. The book says, the, the, the Lord told Ezekiel, the people are talking against you, but it should have been they talking about you. 33, and we're going to start reading at verse 30. Ezekiel 33 and verse 30. And let's look what the Lord said to Ezekiel here. 33 and 30. Okay, go ahead. Also, thou son of man, the children of thy people still are talking against thee by the walls and in the doors of the houses. Go ahead. And speak one to another, every one to his brother, saying, Come, I pray you, and hear what is the word that cometh forth from the Lord. Now let me know it should have been talking about you. Because they knew that Ezekiel was talking about the word. That's why all of the neighbors and all of them said, Come. Let's go and hear the word that the Lord said. They knew that he was speaking, thus said the Lord. Go ahead and read. And they come unto thee as the people cometh, uh -huh. and they sit before thee as my people. Now they, they come as the people come, and they sit before you with patience as my people. Go ahead and read. And they hear thy word, but they will not do them. They hear him, but they won't do it. What is this word to him? Go ahead and read. For with their mouth they show much love, uh -huh. but their heart goeth after their covetousness. Mm. And lo, thou art unto them as a very lovely song of one that hath a pleasant voice and can play well on an instrument 
But for, for they hear thy words, but they do them not. Isn't that sad? They come and sit before you like this, my people. Some of them even rejoice. But you are just like a good singer and a good instrument player. Pleasant song. It's all pleasant to them. Praise God. in these swing. But then they get on up and walk out there and commit adultery, fornicate, lie on somebody, steal somebody, do somebody. But they have sit there and listened. And they much love come out of their mouth. But their behavior is different. What verse was that? Their behavior is different, sister and brother. They listen, but they won't hear. It's just like you listen to a good performer. When the performance is over, what you going about your life? Of sinning against God, sister and brother. And the Lord said, I sent this to them. And they won't hear. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 25. Because just like dead people, dead people don't hear nothing, do they? That's why I often wonder why people sit down always talking about the dead. I was shocked when I went by a funeral, by a cemetery one time. And saw some people out there having a picnic with the in the cemetery. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> well, see, they're having a picnic with their loved ones. Let's die. I said, that is crazy. They don't know that they that. But Israel died. The priest of God spiritually died. And right now the doctrine, we teach it every Sunday in the church. That's a Gentile doctrine. And I can prove it. I can prove it. Jeremiah 25 and verse 1. Okay, go ahead. The word that came to Jeremiah concerning all the people of Judah in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, that was the first year of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. See, that's why the Lord said, prophesy to this people. Ezekiel not the only one that prophesied. All of these prophets prophesied. Go ahead and read. The which Jeremiah, the prophet, spake unto all the people of Judah and to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, saying, uh -huh. From the thirteenth year of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, Go ahead. even unto this day, that is the three and twentieth year, the word of the Lord has come unto me, and I have spoken unto you, rising early and speaking, but ye have not hard. All of these years, I've been rising early in the morning and coming preaching and telling you what thus said the Lord, but you have not listened. Go ahead and read. And the Lord hath sent unto you all his servants the prophets. All up. He sent them to Israel. Mm -hmm. Because Israel goes to the rest of the people. Just like a revelation of the first chapter. That a revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him, and he signified to his servant John, which was an Israelite. Because they come to Israelite, and we supposed to pass it on, sister and brother. He said, But look, and the Lord sent unto you all his servants, the prophets, rising early and sending them, but you have not listened. 
nor incline your ear. Skip down to verse 8. Verse 8, go ahead. Therefore, thus said the Lord of hosts. Go ahead. Because you have not heard my word. Go ahead. Behold, I will send and take all the families of the north, uh -huh. saith the Lord, and Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, my servant, Go ahead. and will bring them against this land and against the inhabitants thereof and against all these nations round about, uh -huh. and will utterly destroy them and make them an astonishment and an hissing and a perpetual desolation. Now, he said, because you will not listen to my word, I'm going to bring Nebuchadnezzar and all of this northern kingdom up on you. King Nebuchadnezzar didn't decide, well, hmm, I see them old Jews down there. I think I'll run down there and knock them off and enslave them. He didn't say that. God put in his mind, you see them old Jews down there? I want you to go down and I want you to knock them off. And that's exactly what he did. But before he did it, let me show you what God told the prophet to do. Let's go back to Ezekiel, the 37th chapter. Ezekiel, chapter 37. And we're going to read one verse. Verse 9. So he done prophesied to the people, but it didn't do no good. They heard it. They got all happy. They shook like they were going to come together. And then they didn't breathe. They were still dead. So God don't give up too easy. Because since you done prophesied to the people, they won't hear. I'm going to send you to prophesy to somebody else. 37th chapter of Ezekiel and verse 9. 37 and 9. Read it. Then he said unto me, prophesy unto the wind. Uh-huh. Prophesy, son of man. Prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, oh son of man. Go ahead. And say unto the wind, uh, and say unto the wind, thus said the Lord God, uh -huh. come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live. I want you to prophesy to the wind and come from the four winds and breathe upon these bones that are dead in this valley so they will live. I done brought flesh on them and everything else, but they're still dead. I want you to come from the four winds. Have you ever been able to number the winds? Maybe he wasn't talking about wind, was he? I'm going to show you who he was talking about. Let's go and find out who these four winds are. Let's go into Daniel, the seventh chapter. Daniel chapter seven. You can tell me, well, this is the, the mysteries of, 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 of Christ. Ain't no mystery. You just didn't read. It's all that simple. God said, surely he would do nothing but reveal his secrets to his prophets. Emphasize, do nothing. He's going to let his prophets know what's going on so you will know who it's coming from so you stop being stupid. I was on YouTube and I saw a church where all they were doing was dance. I mean, everybody was dancing. Boom, 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 everybody dancing and going through all this. I mean, everybody. And I watched it from the beginning to the end because I was see. let me see if somebody's going to stop and do some preaching. Praise dancing and everything. That's why the biggest trouble to get in trouble with the Israeli God 
at some of these other camps. Let me find out that you've been doing praise dancing. Mm. Daniel 7, and we're going to see who these four winds are that God, the Lord said the people won't listen. So I tell you what, Ezekiel, prophesy to the four winds. 7 and 1, go ahead and read. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of, of his head upon his bed. Uh -huh. Then he wrote the dream and told the sum of the matter. Now Daniel had this dream and he told the sum of the matter, go ahead. Daniel spake and said, uh -huh. I saw in my vision by night, uh -huh. and behold, the four winds of the heaven drove upon the great sea. Oh, so Daniel saw them four winds. Right. The four winds of heaven drove upon the great sea. What sea? That's talking about people, sister and brother. Let's see who these winds are. Go ahead and read. And four great beasts came up from the sea, diverse one from another. Oh, he called them beasts, but it's still the four winds, sister and brother. That's what inspired the book. But the Lord caused me to write the four winds of heaven. Go ahead and read. The first was like a lion uh -huh. and had eagle's wings. Go ahead. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked, and it was lifted up from the earth. Go ahead. And made stand upon the feet as a man, and a man's heart was given to it. That was Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonian Empire. That's the first wind. Go ahead and read. And behold, another beast. A second like to a bear. Go ahead. And it raised up itself on one side. Uh -huh. And had three ribs in the mouth of it. Go ahead. Between the teeth of it. And they said thus unto it, Arise, devour much flesh. Second wind. Meet on Parsian Empire. We're going to see what they have to do with Israel. Go ahead and read. After this I beheld, and lo, another like a leopard. Go ahead. And had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl. Go ahead. The, the beast had also four heads. And dominion was given to it. That was the Greek Empire. The third one. Go ahead and read. After this I saw in the night visions, and behold a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, uh -huh. and strong exceedingly. Go ahead. And it had great iron teeth, and devoured and break in pieces, and stamped the residue with the feet of it, uh -huh. and it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it, and it had in horn. Now this was the Roman Empire. It was different from all the rest of them. Nebuchadnezzar, he didn't Invite nobody to no false religion. He just kill you if you didn't do what he wants you to do. Mm -hmm. Same thing with the Medo Persians. Same thing with the group. But the Roman is the one that brought the world the Christianity that they have today. That's right. Not the Christianity that we gave them. Because if it was, then you know different. Those are the four winds. And they're gonna be here until the Lord comes. Until the first resurrection. Script now. So the four winds of Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, and Rome, in that order. If you want to find out about it, I'm not selling my book, however. I'm not selling the Israeli God book because I don't get a dime out of it. Get the book and go and, and find you some history books and do what God told you to do. Prove him. That's right. I did it. Skip down to verse 18. Let you know how long this going the four winds gonna be blowing on Israel. Go ahead and read. But the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, uh -huh. even forever and ever. 
So that means who are the saints? Those are the people that's going to be in the first resurrection. That'll let you know that this thing that started with Nebuchadnezzar is not going to be over with until the Lord comes. So you think about breaking out something, regarding your own nation, and abdicating and coming up with your own country, try. Now let's go into Jeremiah, the fourth chapter, because the Lord is going to bring them winds in order, sisters and brothers. Jeremiah chapter 4. Because this is what it took to wake this people up out of this death sleep. A whole lot of going upside the head. Jeremiah chapter 4. Got some of this, you know, got some of where you ain't in bondage to nobody. The Pharisees said that yep. too. That they weren't in bondage to nobody. But the Romans was ruling them, wasn't it? You ain't in bondage to nobody. Don't pay your property tax right. in your house that you don't owe a dime on and see what's going to happen to you. I dare you. Buy your car and drive it without a driver's license. See what's going to happen to you. When they catch you. Get your own pistol that you shotgun that you bought. Walk out into the woods and kill you a few rabbits and see what's gonna happen. Or even go fishing without getting the license and see what's going on. Wait a minute, brother boy. Uh, that's normal. I said that's normal for slaves. If you're free, you do what you want and you don't have to answer to nobody. Jeremiah, the fourth chapter. And we're going to start reading at verse 5. Jeremiah, chapter 4, and verse 5. And let's see this first wind being brought up on us. Okay, read. Declare ye in Judah uh -huh. and publish in Jerusalem. Now, they ain't talking about the Gentiles. They're just talking about us. In Judah and publish you in Jerusalem. Go ahead and read. And say, Blow uh -huh. ye the trumpet in the land. Go ahead. Cry, to, cry gather together. And say, assemble yourselves and let us go into the defense city. Now, because I'm finna bring something on you. Assemble yourselves. Let us go into the defense city. Go ahead and read. Set up the standard toward Zion. Uh huh. Retire. Stay not. Go ahead. For I will bring evil from the north and a great destruction. Who gonna bring evil from the, the north? Lord the Lord is. And a great destruction. Go ahead and read. The lion has come up from his thicket. Whoa. What was Nebuchadnezzar's and Babylon's symbol? The lion. Lion, what? The lion has come up from his thicket. Go ahead and read. And the destroyer of the Gentiles is on his way. Go Nebuchadnezzar, a Gentile. The he, the destroyer of the Gentiles, is on his way. Go ahead and read. He has gone forth from his place uh -huh. to make thy land desolate. Go ahead. And thy city shall be laid waste without an inhabitant. In other words, I'm a, when he get through with you, you ain't going to have one person left in Judea or Judah. But Nebuchadnezzar got through, he made three big runs down there. And the last run, he took everybody out. The first couple, he left a few people. But then they misbehaved, so he took everybody out. So nobody was left. Skip down to verse 11. Verse 11, and go ahead. At that time shall it be said people and to Jerusalem, a dry wind of the high places in the wilderness toward the daughter of my people, not to fan nor to cleanse. 
It's called a dry wind coming against you, Israel. It's coming not to cool you off by fanning you, or neither is it coming to cleanse you. Go ahead and read. Even a full wind from those places shall come unto me. Now also will I give sentence against them. Even a full wind. Oh, this is the first. This is come from the full winds, didn't it? That's right. Who is this? The lion come up from the thicket. Even Nebuchadnezzar. He said, look, even a full wind from the places shall come up on thee. Now will I give sentence against you. Go ahead and read. Behold, he shall come up as clouds, and his chariot shall be as a whirlwind. His horses are swifter than eagles, uh -huh. born to us, for we are spoiled. That's all Israel could say. Born to us. Oh, we are spoiled. The Lord brought that first big wind, Nebuchadnezzar, up on them, and it called in, the Babylonians, because they wouldn't listen to the prophets. We showed you that, so he said, prophesy to the full wind. To the wind, come from the full wind. Skip down to verse 20 and read. Destruction upon destruction is cried, for the whole land is spoiled. Suddenly are my tents spoiled and my curtains in a moment. The Lord did that. He brought them four winds. That was the first of the four winds. But he's going to let you know I was with all of them. I'm the one that brought them. They didn't come on their own. Let's go into Hosea, the 13th chapter. Hosea 13. Because he said when Israel fell, uh, 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 offended and Baal, he died. Now the Lord is working on waking these dead folks up. And how is he doing it? By captivity. By killing. By locking in jail. By being abusing. Sooner or later, somebody's going to wake up. But will these people sleep so until God comes and slap them upside the head? Jose 13, let's start at verse 3. 13 and 3, go ahead. Therefore, they shall be as the morning cloud, uh -huh. and as the early dew that passeth away. Go ahead. As the chaff that is driven with the whirlwind out of the floor, and as the smoke out of the chimney. I mean, you really drive. Right. When the wind, high wind, smoke come out of the chimney, it's driven in. Mm. Go ahead and read. Yet I am the Lord thy God from the land of Egypt, uh -huh. and thou shalt know no God but me, for there is no Savior beside me. That was no request. That was no plea. That was a commandment. I'm the Lord your God that brought you out of Egypt, and you will not know any other God but me. I'm going to make sure of that. You're going to know me or you're going to die. That's right. It's all that simple. He told you he was a jealous God. That's right. Go ahead and read. I did know thee in the wilderness and the land of great drought. Go ahead. According to their pasture, so were they filled. Uh -huh. They were filled and their heart was exalted. Therefore, they have they forgotten me. And that's what happened is, Lord, Fred, Israel gave them everything. We became great. What happened? We don't need the Lord no more. We are sufficient unto ourselves. So we forgot the Lord. Go ahead. Therefore, I will be unto them as a lion. I will be unto them a what? A lion. When that Babylon, go ahead and read. As a leopard by the way. One that Greece, go ahead. Will I observe them? I will meet them as a bear. That what? is bereaved of her wealth. And that meet on Persia? That's right. Go ahead and read. And, and will win the call of their heart. Go ahead. And there will I devour them like a lion. Uh -huh. The wild beast shall tear them. Who is this wild beast? Oh. Didn't even have a name for him. When Nebuchadnezzar come upon you, Israel, 
That was me. When the Greeks come upon you, Israel, that was me. And when the Romans come upon you, that was me. And you're still under the Roman Empire. Don't even know. So that's why I said prophesy to the four winds. Because they wouldn't listen to you. So prophesy to the four winds. They're going to turn. But who is really doing the turn? Let's go hold back up to Hosea, the fifth chapter. Because I want you to understand who, who did this to us. Once you understand who did it to us, now you know to, who to appeal to. <clears throat> you go back to your God. Sitting in don't work. I did it. Marching don't work. I did it. I marched with Brother King. I did I said it to count in Crescens and Private Rockenstone because they didn't allow. You can go in this store, Crescens and Newberry, and buy stuff, but you couldn't go to the bar and sit down and get you a coffee. So, uh-uh. I remember the colored fountain and the white fountain. I went to the movie and sat in the balcony because I couldn't sit down below. I mean, young folks, y'all done heard it, but I'm going to tell you something. This old 80-year-old boy have lived it. I rode on the back of the bus. Who did this to us? The white man. Uh-uh, God did to us. Jose 5, and we're going to start at verse 14. Jose 5 and verse 14. Hosea 5 and 14. Look what the Lord said. Go ahead and read. For I will be unto Ephraim as a lion. Uh-huh. And as a young lion to the house of Judah. Go ahead. I, even I, will tear and go away. Who? Oh. I, even I, will tear and go away. Go ahead and read. I will take away, and none shall rescue him. Who rescued you? Nobody. Because they came. Go ahead and read. I will go and return to my place uh -huh. till they acknowledge their offense and seek my face in their affliction. They will seek me early. So the Lord went on back to heaven. You understand? Since they won't serve me, and they even come to me saying, we won't come to you no more because we are all Lord's. And we won't come and seek you no more. Jesus said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to put all this drama on you. And I'm going to leave it on you. And I'm going to go on back to heaven. And I'm going to see what your end is going to be. Right. And say, until you seek my face and in your affliction, you will seek me early. So those four winds are what? Babylon, Middle Persia, Greece, and Rome. Since you wouldn't, the people wouldn't hear the prophets, the four winds would hear the prophets. So they love to spoil you. And that was the Lord met you in Babylon. That was the Lord met you in Medo-Persia. That was the Lord met you with the Greek. That was the Lord that met you with the wrong. And the Lord is still meeting you. Because you have not been, del been delivered. But people take issue with me on that. That is your problem. It is not mine. I can't help because you are 
I'm not going to say dumb and stupid. I can't help because you're uninformed. So now, let's see what happened once he brought them four wins upon us. Because we're still under the fourth win, the Roman Empire system, brother. We just don't know it. That's why when the Lord come and take down this world, he called it Babylon the Great, because it always started here. And you had a beast with seven heads and ten horns. The ten horns represent the Roman Empire. You're still under it. You just don't know it. Now let's go back to Ezekiel, the 37th chapter. But once these winds get through blowing on us, let's see what, the, what we're going to do now. 37 and verse 10. We're going to read one verse. Ezekiel 37 and verse 10. Okay, read. So I prophesied as he commanded me. So he prophesied to the four winds as he commanded. Go ahead and read. And the breath came into them. Uh -huh. And they lived and stood up upon their feet, an exceeding great army. Yes. When these winds get through with us, when these nations get through enslaved with us and whooping us down, we're going to be glad when our God comes. And we're going to say, you want us to keep commandments? I keep them double. <laughs> Read that verse again. So I prophesied as he commanded me, uh -huh. and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood up upon their feet, an exceeding great army. Because that's a nation. Israel is big, sister and brother. Bigger than the world think it is because we scattered all over the right. world. You're going to bring us all together. One place. In the land of our nativity. Now let's go in the Hosea the 8th chapter. So the Lord letting you know what happened. You didn't listen to me. I'm going to show you what happened to you. Hosea chapter 8. you need to know how you got in this in the uh, when you went into this 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 graveyard the valley of dry bones and how you're gonna get out of it and what's gonna happen to you nobody know what's gonna happen to you you know you actually got these brothers think we're gonna stay here and you got sisters and brothers going to Africa now and advertising I, I think it's a what is it? Is it Ghana? They even advertising to y'all. Come home. You didn't come from Africa, sister and brother. You came through Africa. That is not your home. That's why we showed you last week how the Ethiopians killed the Falasha, how the Hutu killed the Tutsis, how the Nigerians killed the Ibu. And on and on, and they all was the same color. Ham did us worse than Japheth. But the Lord is the one that's doing this. He brought this thing upon us. Eight and one. Hosea chapter eight at verse one. Okay, read. That the trumpet to thy mouth. He shall come as an eagle against the house of the Lord, because they have transgressed my covenant and trespassed against my law. That's why I going to come against it. The Lord is coming against it in the person of these nations. Go ahead. 
Israel shall cry unto me, uh -huh. my God, we know thee. Yeah, we're going to do it now. But, we, but ain't nobody listening. We don't know him. Go ahead and read. Israel have cast off the thing that is good. Uh -huh. The enemy shall pursue them. Now that's what we've done. We cast off the law of our God. He said the enemy is going to pursue thee. God knows he's going to pursue you because he sent him after you. Skip down to verse 7. Verse 7 and go ahead. For they have sown the wind, uh -huh. and they shall reap the whirlwind. That's what the Lord told them. Did he tell the prophet? Prophet out to the four winds. So these people, by not obeying my commandments, have sown the wind, and they shall reap the whirlwind. Go ahead. It hath no stalk. Uh -huh. The bud shall yield no meal. Go ahead. If so be it yield, the stranger shall swallow it up. This, this, this wind did not come to do you no good. That's right. I keep saying it over and over. In this whole hemisphere, the entire hemisphere that we're in, we're the only one that was brought here to serve somebody else. Everybody else was migrated here. So whatever is producing is not for you. Because your God didn't want to be for you. Go ahead and read. Israel is swallowed up. Now shall they be among the Gentiles as a vessel wherein is no pleasure. Who, who, who's taking pleasure in you? You swallowed up? Among the Gentiles is a vessel of no pleasure. Even among the Hamites is a blessing of no pleasure. You move in, they move out. <laughs> you start coming to the movie, they, deal them, they build them a, a, a shopping mall in the suburb. But they don't move. You start coming out there, they leave the suburb and go somewhere else. You're a vessel of no pleasure. And you are among the nations. Go ahead and read. For they are going up to Assyria, a wild ass alone by himself. That's the northern tribe. The Syrian took them out. Go ahead and read. Ephraim has hired lovers. We have, that's Israel still, we have, hired, we have hired lovers, go ahead. Yeah, though they have hired among the nations, now will I gather them, and they shall sorrow a little for the burden of the king of princes. This is though they have hired among the nations, yet I'm going to gather them. And they're going to moan a little bit for the king of princes. Who is the king of princes? Jesus. Because he said, now I'm going to gather them. Let's look at this king of princes because he's going to come. But I want to start this in the new book. Let's go into Revelation, the first chapter. So you'll know who the king of princes is, sister Denise. And he ain't what you've been taught he is. Revelation chapter 1. And we're going to start reading at verse 4. That's where I started at the top. Start at verse 1. Revelation 1 and 1. Okay, go ahead. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him, to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. So this is what it is. To show unto what's going to shortly come to pass. It's shorter than you think now. But go ahead and read. And he sit and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. Go ahead. Who bear record of the word of God. And of the testimony of Jesus Christ uh -huh. and of all the things that he saw. Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. And blessed is that he had read this and understand it, because the time's at hand now. But go ahead and read. John to the seven churches which are in Asia. Go ahead. Grace be unto you 
and peace from him which is and which was and which is to come. Go ahead. And from the seven spirits which are before his throne. Uh-huh. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. So this is the message he's sending us to. Send it to us. Go ahead and read. And hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. Uh -huh. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. That's, Amen. That's what is to come. But what's going to happen? Go ahead. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, uh -huh. and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. When you, it didn't say rejoice, did it? Uh-uh. It said wail. Wait. You know, why? Is, when somebody's wailing, that means some pain is being brought right. upon. Let's go back and look at some of this pain. Let's go into Zechariah, the 12th chapter. Zechariah chapter 12. Glory be to God. Yeah, when he come, everybody's going to see him. People talking about, you know, that, that movie they had left behind. People being stole off the earth. What happened to it? Why is it a car ran into the ditch? Because the driver had been raptured off to heaven. Sisters and brothers, that's so far from what's written in this book. That lets you know that nobody has bothered to read this book, sisters and brothers. Zechariah chapter 12. Let's look at this one whom they appear. We're going to start in that verse 2. Zechariah 12 and verse 2. Okay, go ahead. Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling unto all the people round about. Uh -huh. For they shall be in the seas both against Judah and against Jerusalem. And he's going to do that, sisters and brothers. That's doing the war of Armageddon. But go ahead and read. And in that day will I make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all people. All that burn themselves with it shall be cut in pieces. Though all the people of the earth be gathered together against it. The Lord's going to show you what time. This is during the time of Armageddon, sisters and brothers. Other lessons, we deal with this. But skip down to verse 9. Verse 9. Go ahead. And it shall come to pass in that day uh -huh. that I will seek to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. If he's going to seek to destroy them, he's going to destroy them, sister and mother. When this happened, the Lord tell you in Revelation, the blood is going to come up to the horse's brow for 200 miles. Go ahead and read. And I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplication. Go ahead. And they shall look upon me whom they have been. Ooh. This is Jesus talking, ain't it? You got people in church thinking that this is the Father. You got Hebrew Israelites thinking that this is the Father that's speaking in Zechariah. This is Jesus. The Father ain't never been pierced. That's right. Jesus will pierce when they nail him to the cross. They shall look upon me whom they have pierced. Go ahead and read. And they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son. Uh-huh. And shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. They ain't going to be mourning for Jesus like, oh, Lord, we sorry. Uh-uh, you're going to be mourning because he's going to be dragging that drum on you. That's why I said gonna, the nation's going to wail because of him. He's going to bring some drum on you, sisters and brothers. That's the wailing that Revelation 1 and 7 told you about. 
because he's going to come and he's going to distinct to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem and he's going to bring them down. This is going to be World War III. This is going to be the war that ends the war. Because the dry bones didn't do their job, the Lord's going to have to do his job. Because this is him here. King of Israel. Let's look at him in Matthew, the 21st chapter. Matthew, chapter 21. But don't nobody pay no attention to this stuff, sister and brother, because don't nobody believe the Bible. They just don't believe the Bible. Because if you believe the Bible, then you would start clean up, cleaning up your act. You would change your behavior. keep jumping in the lake, jumping in the lake and swimming. Then somebody come and throw a bunch of piranhas in there. And you see the piranhas is in there. You're going to change your behavior. How is that, brother boy? You ain't going to jump in the lake. It's all that simple. Because it's consequences that makes a person change their mind. But everybody tell you that the Lord love everybody and ain't nothing going to happen to you. Then why should you change your mind? I find out that God ain't going to punish me for my wrong. This old man be trying to go out and catch up on all that sin that I gave up on when I run into him. Why? I ain't going to pay for it. That's what happens when preachers tell you that you ain't going to pay for it. Remove the law, you remove the consequence. Because the wages of sin is death. Well, sin is the transgression of the law. So if you remove the law, you can't sin, therefore you can't die. Ain't that correct? Matthews 21, and we're going to start reading at verse 1. 21 and 1. Because Jesus fulfilled, he's showing you who he is so you will recognize him wherever you read about him in this book. Verse 1, go ahead. And when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem and were come to Bethphage unto the Mount of Olives, then sent Jesus two disciples, uh -huh. saying unto them, Go into the village over against you, and straightway you shall find an ass tied and a coat with her. Uh, go ahead and read. All this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Uh-huh. Tell ye the daughter of Zion, Behold, thy king cometh unto thee, meet and sit upon an ass, and a coat the foal of an ass. Now, it's in prophecy. We're going to read this after a while. But I want to finish this. The king coming unto you. Look at all these churches that people have been preaching. How many of you hear them preach that Jesus? So if they teach about Jesus and don't are the kings of the daughters of Zion, then that is not your Jesus. That's the one you're about. Because every time the wise men came, they said, where is he that was born king of the Jews? But nobody But go ahead and read. Verse 6. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. Uh -huh. Off the ass and the coat, and put on them their clothes, and they sent him there, and they set him thereon. Go ahead. And spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees and struck them in the way. Uh -huh. And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, saying, O son unto the son of David, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna means save not. Blessed he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Oh, Hosanna 
and Nias. Go ahead. And when he was coming to Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, uh -huh. and the multitude said, this is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth. So they want to know who is this? Then upset all of Jerusalem. This is Jesus, the king of Israel. So he said, when he brought that coat and he got on their ass, he said, okay, Fish, tell you the dawn of the sign. Your king coming, riding on it. They quoted prophecy. So let's go and read the prophecy because the prophecy is going to tell you a little more than what Matthew just okay. told you. Zechariah, the ninth chapter. Zechariah, the ninth chapter. Because, sisters and brothers, this thing has been laid out. There is no reason for us to be in ignorance. The Lord gave us the road map to salvation. And nobody reads it. Zechariah, chapter 9. And we're going to start at verse 9. Zechariah 9 and verse 9. Okay, go ahead. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Uh-huh. Scout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Go ahead. Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He is just in having salvation, lowly and riding upon an ass, and upon a coat the foal of an ass. Now, because we read Matthew, we know who this is talking about, don't we? This is Jesus, king of Israel. But he ain't going to be just king of Israel. Let's see who else he's going to rule. Go ahead and read. And I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim uh -huh. and the horse from Jerusalem. That's during the battle of Armageddon because that's where he's going to bring them down. Go ahead and read. And the battle bow shall be cut off. Uh -huh. And he shall speak peace unto the heathen. Now, that was in the nation. He's going to speak right. peace now, and they're going to listen. Go ahead. And his dominion shall be from sea even to sea. And his dominion shall be from Jupiter to Pluto. From sea even to sea. From Mars to the moon. From sea even to sea. Well, then we're talking on earth then, aren't That's we? right. Go ahead and read. And from the river even to the ends of the earth. From the river even to the end of the cosmos of the earth. This is pretty clear, ain't it? This is our king. He's going to be our king, but he is going to rule the whole world. But then, we find our king, and he's been mad ever since. Let's go into Hosea, the 13th chapter. Acts. Understand my anger. Hosea, chapter 13. My wrath. That's why you go to church, you wonder, you hear the preacher preaching, you be wondering, where did this doctrine come from? I do. But I'm saying that from your consumption. I know where it came from, but I'm not going to get off into that. Jose 13, and we're going to start at verse 9, because we're going to see who is the one that put us in this valley of dry bones. Who is the one that killed us spiritually? Verse 9, go ahead. O Israel, thou hast destroyed thyself, but in me is thine help. Oh, so who destroyed us? 
We destroyed ourselves. Because we wouldn't listen to God. He said, but in me, it's your help. And I got all my brothers, ooh, they hate the name of Jesus. Brother telling me on the phone, well, you know, the Holy Ghost revealed to me that Jesus wasn't the name. I said, yeah, the same people said the Holy Ghost revealed to them said Jesus died on Good Friday and rose Easter Sunday morning. And I left it alone. Go ahead and read. I will be thy king. He said, I will be thy king. Isn't that what we've been reading all the time? That's right. I will be thy king. Go ahead. Where is any other that may save thee in all thy city? There ain't nobody. Go ahead and read. And thy judges of whom thou saidest, give me a king and princess. You know, and he been mad about that ever since. If you go and read Samuel, the 8th chapter, and the 12th chapter, the 8th and 7, or either 12 and 12 and read it. The people told Samuel, bring us a king like the other nations. And then Samuel was mad and he went to the Lord. And the Lord said, look, Samuel. They didn't fire you. They fired me. I was their king. Israel fired the Lord. And they want a king like the other nations that are always losing. And they had a king that when they went to battle, they always won. That's right. What kind of reasoning is this? The reason of a dead man. What verse? Verse 11. Go ahead and read. I gave thee a king in mine anger. So he said, I gave you a king, and I was mad about him. Uh -huh. Go ahead and read. And I and took him away in my wrath. And I took him away in my wrath. He gave him Saul, the first king Israel ever had, but he was angry about it. And then Zedekiah, the last king we ever had, abhorred God, and God hated him, and he took him away in his wrath. We ain't never had a king since. That's why I look at these brothers walking around and sister, this is king so-and-so, yeah. so, this is queen so that, that irks me. <laughs> You're living in a dream world. Right. Come back down to reality and read what thus said the Lord. He said, I'm going to be your king. And you turn around and you fired me and I didn't like it, so I gave you a king in my anger. And I took him away in my Right. Skip down to verse 14 and read it. I will ransom them from the power of the grave. I'm the one that's going to ransom you from the power of the grave. Nobody else. Go ahead and read. I will redeem them from death. I'm going to redeem you out of that valley of dry bones. Go ahead and read. Oh, death, I will be thy plague. He said, I'm the one. I'm going to kill this spiritual death, and I'm going to kill physical death because I'm going to make you immortal. I am the one, sisters and brothers. But you fired me. Let's go into Isaiah 28. <laughs> and you got two more places after this. That's Isaiah black people. They're going to fire God, though. <laughs> because when the Lord got through with these bones. You see what happened for that shit, though. They started breathing. I'm saying, though. Man. Isaiah chapter 28. <laughs> I'm tired of being. We're going to start at God. verse 14. Isaiah 28. 
and verse 14. Okay, go ahead. Wherefore, hear the word of the Lord, ye scornful men, uh -huh. that rule this people which is in Jerusalem. Go ahead. Because ye have said, we have made a covenant with death, uh -huh. and with hell are we at agreement. Uh -huh. When the overflowing scourge shall pass through, it shall not come unto us. For we have made we have made lies our refuge, and under falsehood have we hid ourselves. Now, won't you say this scornful people that lead this people? That said that they have made a covenant with death. And ain't nothing gonna happen. Everything gonna go the same. But what he said, go ahead and read. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, uh -huh. a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, uh -huh. a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. Who is this precious cornerstone? He laid in Zion. He said. To Jerusalem to save his people. He first he saved them from their sins by by dying for them, and now he's gonna physically save them. The same Jesus. Go ahead and read. Judgment also will I lay to the line. Yes, sir. And righteousness to the plummet. Go ahead. And the hell shall sweep away the refuge of lies. Go ahead. And the water shall overflow the hiding place. They're gonna sweep, sweep away all these lies that we have done on the Lord. Go ahead and read. And your covenant with death uh -huh. shall be disannulled. And I'm going. Annul your covenant of death. I gave you life, and I ain't gonna let you decide that you're gonna leave. Die. You're gonna die when I said die. Facts. So with your covenant with death, I'm gonna disannul. Go ahead and read. And your agreement with hell shall not stand. Hell is the grave. Go ahead and read. When the overflowing scourge shall pass through, uh -huh. then you shall be trodden down by it. Now, all of you that will not reform. You're going to get trodden down, but I will not let my whole nation die. Now, let's go in Ezekiel, the 37th chapter. Ezekiel, chapter 37. Because the Lord has put this out for us, but being that we have been taught by somebody else that don't see that they have a part in this, they taught us a different story, sister and brother. Ezekiel, 37. Let's start at verse 11. Ezekiel 37 and verse 11. Okay, go ahead. Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Who are they? The whole house of Israel. Let will let you know we ain't talking about nobody else but Israel here. Huh? Mm -hmm. Go ahead and read. Behold, they say, our bones are dry, uh -huh. and our hope is lost. Uh -huh. We are cut off for our part. And that's what you know if you didn't have no understanding. Look at us. We ain't going nowhere. Our children still are under dog. Go ahead and read. Therefore prophesy and say unto them, uh -huh. Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. They ain't talking about physical dead here. These are spiritual dead people here. He's talking about. I'm going to open your graves and bring you out of them, and I'm going to take you to the land of Israel. You're not going to stay in America. You're not going to stay in Africa. You're going back. You're not going to stay in Europe. Every Israelite is going back at the time appointed. Go ahead and read. And ye shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people. Go ahead. And brought you up 
out of your grave. Now, that's when you're going to know that he really is the Lord because he's going to open your eyes now, and you're going to see what's going on when he take you back. What verse are we? 14. Go ahead. And shall put my spirit in you, and ye shall live. Uh -huh. And I shall place you in, my, in your own land. Then shall ye know that I, the Lord, have spoken it uh -huh. and performed it, saith the Lord. Lord is going to do this. Ain't going to be no more Moses. He's going to do it himself. Go ahead and read. The word of the Lord came again unto me, saying, Go ahead. Moreover, thou son of man, take thee one stick and write upon it for Judah and for the children of Israel, his companions. Go ahead. Then take another stick and write upon it for Joseph, the stick of Ephraim, and for all the house of Israel, his companions. Because the Lord split Israel when Solomon died. That's right. The northern kingdom went under Joseph's son, Ephraim. And the southern kingdom went under Judah. And we have not been together as a nation now. You don't hear nobody over there talking about the Israelites, the Israelites. They hear Jew, Jew, Jew. That's right. He said, but I want you to put them together. And they're going to be one stick. What verse? Verse 17. Go ahead and read. And join them one to another into one stick. And they shall become one in thine hand. They're going to become, become one. One what? Skip down to verse 21. Verse 21 and go ahead. And say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I will take the children of Israel from among the heathen, whether they be gone, and will gather them on every side and bring them into their own land. I mean, from every nation. If that was Israel and Jerusalem over there, you should not have nobody in America hollering, I'm a Jew. That's right. They wouldn't be here. You understand? They'd be back in the land. Go ahead and read. And I will make them one nation in the land upon the mountains of Israel. Uh -huh. And one king shall be king to them all. Go ahead. And they shall be no more two nations, neither shall they be divided into two kingdoms anymore at all. Won't happen again. Go ahead and read. Neither shall they defile themselves anymore with their idols. Uh -huh. Nor with their detestable things. Go ahead. Nor with any of their transgressions. But I will save them out of all their dwelling places. How absolute is all, sister? All brother. their dwelling places. And he ain't gonna leave one Israelite. Like when he brought us out of Egypt, he did not leave one Israelite in Egypt. Go ahead and read. Out of all their dwelling places wherein they have sinned and will cleanse them, so shall they be my people, and I will be their God. He's gonna clean you up. I ain't gonna clean you. You're gonna walk in his law, in his law, or stuff of the else. Go ahead and read. And David, my servant, shall be king over them. Uh -huh. And they all shall have one shepherd. They all they shall also walk in my judgments and observe my statutes and do them. And David, that means this is going to be after the first resurrection. Right. Isn't that correct? So if the Jews are back, how come David ain't over That's there? That's right. Oh, you Jews? Yeah. You the major team? Yeah. Well, can I talk to David, please? That's right. It's so easy to prove everything that God wants you to know. It's so easy. Skip down to verse 27. Verse 27, go ahead. My tabernacle also shall be with them. Uh -huh. Yeah, I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Go ahead. And the heathen shall know that I, the Lord, do sanctify Israel, when my sanctuary shall be in the midst of them forevermore. 
Jesus is going to be in Jerusalem. He's going to be sitting on David's throne, which is his throne, and David going to be king too. Like the 12 apostles going to be king over each one of the tribes. That's why he's called Lord of Lords and King of Kings, sister and brother. We know that we know that David is going to be there. So now let's go into Romans 11 chapter, and uh, Paul, the apostle to the Gentiles, had to warn them Romans. They start telling you know, you know, like like the church took over. They said it nowadays. When did they took over? Acts the second chapter, the church. Come on, sister and brother. But Paul warned these Romans, and he warned the right one. Because they're the one that messed the world up. They started where, you know, the Lord didn't, uh, uh, didn't remove, he didn't cast his people away. We the church now. What church? The Gentiles. What did Paul say to these Gentiles? Romans 11 and verse 1. This is the last place. Romans chapter 11 and verse 1. Okay, go ahead. I say then, has God cast away his people? God forbid. Go ahead. For I also am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham of the tribe of Benjamin. Don't you know a lot of modern-day Christians don't even know that Paul was an Israelite? He even told you what tribe he came out of. What did he say? Go ahead. God has not cast away his people, which he foreknew. Uh-huh. Walk ye not what the scripture saith of Elijah? How he maketh intercession to God against Israel, saying, Lord, they have killed thy prophets and dig down thine altars, and I am left alone, and they seek my life. He says, don't you know what Elijah said? When he going to put a petition against Israel. Said, Look, they done dig down your, your, your altars. They done kill your prophets. And now they seek my life. Who was there he was talking about? That was Jezebel, Ahab's wife. He killed a lot of prophets of God. Then Elijah went and killed 800 other prophets, 400 other prophets, rather. And then she sent him a letter. Them prophets you kill, tomorrow this time you're going to be with them. The cat panicked and ran. That's why God retired him. He said, now they seek my life. Skip down to verse seven, verse seven, and go ahead. Go to five. Well, go. I mean, so, uh, yeah, verse five. I'm sorry. Uh, keep reading. Go ahead and read. But what said the answer of God unto him? But what did God answer Elijah? Go ahead and read. I reserved to myself seven thousand men who have not bowed the knee to the image of Baal. Look, you only know about you. I got seven thousand. I ain't never bowed the knee to the image of Baal. A lot of people tell me, brother, you know, you yeah. prophet of the century. Get out of here. That's all I owe, John. You only know about me. You think God, I'm the only one that God sent to tell this truth? Keep looking. You're going to run into it. Go ahead and read. Even so then at this present time, also there's a remnant according to the election of grace. That's in every generation, even in his generation. Give now the verse 7 and go and read it. What then? Israel hath not obtained that which he seeketh for, uh -huh. but what the election hath obtained, but the election hath obtained it, and the rest were blind. So now Israel have not obtained what they're seeking for, but the election has. What's that? That's the knowledge. We know what's going on. Election of people got their eyes on, sister and brother. And the rest was blind. That's why you get people. Don't know what's going on. They don't know the Israelites. They don't know that you're going to, God's going to set up a kingdom. Jesus is going to set a kingdom on this earth. They don't know the Father is going to bring his kingdom to this earth. 
But you got some of us have our spiritual eyes on. We know this. Skip down to verse 11. And look what Paul is telling these people. Go ahead and read. I say then, have they stumbled that they should fall? God forbid. Go ahead. But rather through their fall, <laughs> salvation is coming to the Gentiles. Uh-huh. For to provoke them to jealousy. And Lord told you about that too. Is he going to provoke me to jealousy with gods that are no God? I'm going to provoke you to jealousy with people that are no people. And we're jealous of everything, ain't we? Go ahead and read. Now if the fall of them be the riches of the world, uh -huh. and the diminishing of them the riches of the Gentiles, now if the fall of them be the riches of the world, and the diminishing of them be the riches of the Gentiles, go ahead and read. How much more their fullness. Uh -huh. For I speak to you Gentiles, and as much as I am the apostle of the Gentiles, I magnify mine all. Go ahead. If by any means I may provoke to emulation them which are my flesh and might save some of them, for if the casting away of them be the reconciling of the world. He said, look, I'm speaking to you Gentiles because they're the one that's in charge now. I magnify my all. That I might let some of my brothers Read what I'm about to say. And they'll wake up. Go ahead and read. Or if the <laughs> casting away of them be the reconciling of the world, what shall the receiving of them be but life from the dead? And that's when that valley, the, bone, the, the, the bones in this valley, stood up now. We'll be just like a spiritual resurrection. Because when the Lord brings us back, we'll be life from the dead. The valley will no longer be full of dry bones, sister. Because the Lord would have spiritually awakened us. But Paul says up here that we want you to look at verse 25. Read it. For I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery. He's talking to the Gentiles now. I don't want y'all to be ignorant of this mystery. Go ahead. Lest ye should be wise in your own conceit. Lest ye be wise in your own conceit. Go ahead. That blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be coming. So blindness in part has happened to Israel until the time that God gave you Gentiles is complete. So if Israel is blinded in part, that means part seed on. I'm going to tell you what this part C, sisters and brothers. This part C, what Paul warned the Romans of, not to replace, try to replace Israel. Now the Romans, now have the whole world thinking that they are the church now, Gentiles. The whole world thinking that, sisters and brothers. They're even telling the people that if you're a Jew, you can't be a Christian. Oh, believe that. That's one of the big things when I tell people, yeah, I'm a Hebrew Israelite, and I believe in Jesus. Huh? I'm a Christian. What? That can't be. They said they're a church now. Let me tell you something, sisters and brothers. Israel is still God's church. Israel is the original Christian. 
every apostle, including Paul, was an Israelite. Israel is the one that gave Christianity to the world. That's why this Israelite know that what the world have now is not. Thank you for your time. Now we had our announcements.